Hey, we are streaming now. This is the Hake Report, and we are back on Periscope. Oh, I'm so happy. I, um, I think, and we're also adjusting the audio. Let me know if I'm blown out at all. Let me know, guys. But we, this is the Hake Report. I'm not gonna start in, in, in on the show streaming yet. now. Oh, shoot. This is What's the Hake at? Report, and we are back <laughs> on Periscope. What am I hearing? Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I wonder if that was coming through the YouTube or something. Yeah. Did you guys hear that echo like 30 seconds after I started talking? <clears throat> it's all right. We're just getting the kinks worked out. <clears throat> just getting the kinks worked out. Just call me Jesse with the coughs. No, I'm kidding. And um, although Twitch is streaming data, I don't see Twitch live. But that's the least of our worries. Twitch is so malicious. It is evil. It was muted. That's interesting. Oh, well. But, um, Twitch may not be streaming my show currently. Twitch believes in hate speech. They're worse than Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Almost as bad as Medium. <laughs> Medium being a, a, a live, no, not live, a written format. But anyways, guys, hey. And, uh, so am I blown out? Am I blown out, guys? Probably not. But anyways, I wanted to give you a little bit of news before I kick in with this show. Very interesting show for you. And then I have some announcements. Maybe I'll have Joel announce it. Or he'll help. <laughs> um, but I, it looks like I ran messed up. I ran being, the, uh, being that Middle Eastern Persian country, right? Cernovich and Fox News report that Iran finally admits they did shoot the plane down. You know, that passenger plane that killed 176 people? Passengers, Canadians, and all sorts of different countries. No Americans, I don't believe. But, um, yeah. 63 Canadians, etc. And, uh, at first they were saying, I don't know who said it from Iran, but according to the Daily Mail, Iran was saying that this is psychological warfare and lies coming from the West. And we didn't shoot down the plane. It was a Ukrainian Boeing plane. And they killed them. And what they think is that it was accidental. And, um, by the way, Trump has been tweeting in Persian because apparently there are protests going on in Iran by people that don't like the leadership. Interesting. There's protests around the country that, uh, around the world, I mean by some bunch of socialists, and some are just ridiculous. Um, socialists are ridiculous, right? And some may be valid. Over in Hong Kong, you could say that some of them are valid, and some of them are just socialists who want to just be independent from the communist China, which I can understand, regardless of whether you're socialist or not. But um, this passenger jet that was shot down, Iran finally took responsibility, but Democrats including Tulsi Gabbard, want to blame Trump. And Tulsi Gabbard was so phony. I watched a Fox News clip of her with Bill Hemmer. And she's all, if Trump hadn't done this act of war, you know, shooting, droning, drone striking that general, that Iranian general, then this would not have happened where Iran, in this tit-for-tat war-like thing, war situation, she called it war, um, which I don't blame her for calling it war, but it's not all out, all out war. She, uh, you can just, you can just see that she's, um, wanting to blame Trump because Trump took a strong action that took a, that resulted in a reaction where they attacked our, 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 our soldiers in Iraqi bases. They didn't kill anybody, luckily. Not lucky. Our guys were smart. But, um, she's blaming Trump. But she is phony. She is phony, for sure. I know a lot of you guys kind of like her. I can appreciate that she doesn't want to be such, so interventionist, but she's phony. You can just hear it. You can see it in her. She is a Democrat. She's phony. <laughs> she, used to, she was raised conservative. I'm talking about Tulsi Gabbard, if you're just tuning in, because it's just about 9 a.m., and then we'll start with the real show, right? Um... 
she was raised conservative and not pro-gay. And then uh, all of a sudden she's pro-gay. <laughs> Phony woman. Kiss up. Not to be trusted and not a leader. And she's a woman. She's a liberal woman. She's not as off the deep end as the Democrats, you could say, but just a little FYI. So that's a, that's a, you could say that I'm copying Jesse because he says that all the time. But I didn't mean to. <laughs> so all you guys are saying, James is trying to be like Jesse. <laughs> it's not, I'm not trying. It just happens. So, um, Let's get on with this show. You are, this is the Hake Report. It is Sunday, um, what is it? January 12th, 2020. Second Sunday of the month and year. Um, Women's Forum should be this week, ladies. I think that would be the third Thursday. Or am I wrong? Next week. Okay. Whatever. We'll we'll let you know. (laughs) It's 9 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles on Hake's channels. And I have this clip. Let me just introduce it, and then we'll kick off with the show. All right, guys? So, because I don't want... If, you, if you're listening, it, it could be confusing. So, this rapper calls this white boy on stage. This happened back in su- the summertime. And um, this dumb rapper, I'll tell you who it, who it is later. But he calls this white boy on stage, and... Oh, there's this rap song that's been out for ages called Blip Donald Trump, but it's not called that, but it's called FDT, as in F blank Donald Trump. So, um, here's the footage from this situation. Watch this. Hold on, man. I don't know if I shake your hand yet, man. Hold on. Hey, listen. I spotted you out in the crowd. I asked you if you f*** with Donald Trump, you said you don't know. So since you don't know, I need you to make up your mind tonight. I need you to uh, say your name. I want you to state your name, because I know your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your grandfather is watching. I want you to state your name and yell out f*** Donald Trump. No, you won't. Get his out of here. Get him out of the stand. Report. I forgot that I have a little interlude. I want to talk about this white boy named Austin Joyner who wouldn't cave and cower to YG. Very nice. And we have some other great announcements for you. And anti-vaxxers are okay with me. This is the Hake Report, and shout out to AJ Gallardo for the beautiful song. Appreciate it, AJ. AJ was one of my guests from a couple years ago, Christmas time, and he made that song after he appeared on my show, that Hake Report song. It's an excellent song. So what you just heard, and then I will get to some of the super chats. I see that some of you guys are already super chatting. Was that Cracker Knuckles? <laughs> he cracked his knuckles. He's getting ready. <laughs> I'm, ref- I'm talking to Joel. You familiar with YG, Joel? Yeah. 
Unfortunately. <laughs> you like his stuff? He has like he has some um whoops. <laughs> <laughs> He's taken over. <laughs> <laughs> he has some his songs that have a nice uh beat to it. Yeah. And they have like a nice little ring to it, but um he is what he is. You know, a thug from, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. He's a black rapper. Yeah. Am I this way? So, um, do you like that song FDT? I never heard it actually. I okay. never even the first time I actually heard of it was when we first reported on it here. Yeah. So I never I'm not I don't I don't follow him like that. You know, the only songs that I do hear of him are the ones that are popular, mainstream. Right. Um, but yeah. You know, as, what's funny is I've heard that song multiple times. This song, F Donald Trump. He, only he says the real word. Yeah. And we're F Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, F Donald Trump. And it, he, he collaborated with none other than... <laughs> You know he collaborated it? with Nipsey Hussle on that song? Oh, uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's dead. Nipsey Hussle died. He got shot by somebody who was beefing with him or something like that. I would be careful of those people who are saying they don't like Donald Trump because they seem to be dying. I know. They die. <laughs> they, their career takes a dive and all that, all kinds of stuff. I was listening to the radio this weekend, and some guy was talking about how Tupac is an icon. Uh, Madonna is an icon. Michael Jackson is an icon. And then he starts talking up Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> and it's only because he got, right, he died. only because he died. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's like what they did with Selena. Yeah, there was no talks of him being any of that until he died. Right. So that's what's <laughs> crazy. He was nice. He was a nice guy, I think. Except that he, he rapped on a song that said F Donald Trump. And who's the guy that says, I like white folks, but I don't like you? All the homies in the hood want to fight you. <laughs> it's talking about, I think that must be the YG part, because it sounds like YG's voice, I guess. But that's the song. Like, I have played part, parts of that song on, on the show before. I was first introduced to, to it by um, this clip, this crazy clip, and I don't have it for you, unless Joel can find it, which I'll be, like, shocked, because it's kind of tough to find, where this Chicago man, this white man who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how they found out that he voted for Donald Trump. Middle-aged guy. Has a fender bender with some blacks in Chicago. And they're like, hey, he voted for Trump. And so they start beating him up. And then they get in his car. I don't know why he got out of his car. He, they get in his car and drive off with his car. And he's, all, he's like holding on to his car and getting dragged down the street in Chicago. And he gets, he's kicked and beaten and stomped and then dragged, car stolen and all that stuff. <laughs> um, and then, like, this viral video and this viral video that came out, it's saying, F Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, F Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, and we're... <laughs> so, um, that's, that's was my introduction to it. And then I was out before Trump's election with Jesse Lee Peterson and some other people um, in front of none other than um, Gloria Allred's office up on Wilshire Boulevard. And we were just having a little demonstration, and mainly it was a press conference. Jesse Lee Peterson was calling out the um, highly politically motivated feminist Gloria Allred, whom I've covered on this show before in the past, just a few weeks ago, actually. Um, and these black guys drive by, and they start bumping this song. Yeah, F Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm like, that's a dumb song. Trump loves you. <laughs> and they're like, no, he doesn't. But I was, like, shouting, because I like to show up to protests and hold signs and yell at Antifa, as long as Antifa is not wearing a mask. If they're wearing a mask, then they're ready to hit you because they can get away with it. But um, I guess YG sang a, sang a song, Who Do You Love, with Drake, <laughs> according to Dylon. Yeah. He said some of his joints are good. That's what Dylon says. <laughs> Dylon is into black culture. So anyways, that was YG. And I had heard of it because, you know, I'm into politics, basically. That's the only reason. And apparently jo <laughs> Joel hadn't even heard it until this show. 
what's so crazy is that if I can make a last quick point is that yeah. if you know like b- black people mainly black people but a lot of you know rap culture street kind of people um they only like you if you like them so if Trump if Trump did something good for YG not even a black community just right. for YG then he would have <laughs> respect for him but then if he doesn't then he doesn't have respect for him yeah. so it's a, it's not real respect in the first place so even him saying the yeah so in what you heard in the clip and what you watched in the clip was this white boy attending a um, festival maybe I'll read his letter his open letter to everybody because he explains it pretty well but um, he shakes YG's hand YG I think he just instinctively shook his hand and made a comment about I don't know why I'm shaking your hand or something like that and then um, what happened was he was singing his F Donald Trump song and then this he's the only guy in the crowd not singing along for one he doesn't know the song he'd never heard of YG before he um, was at this music festival it wasn't a, just a, a simply a YG conference <laughs> or a concert I mean they said, can you imagine, the chat says, can you imagine if they made a country song saying F Obama? A country song would not say that. It would say, Obama stole, um, <laughs> my woman away from me. I, I don't know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even fit. <laughs> so, yeah, a country song is too classy. Well, it's not necessarily classy. Country songs are pretty pathetic. <laughs> They're like, woe is me. It's like the white thing is... Uh, patheticness, fear, getting uh, all sad and... uh, Well, I don't know if country has fear in it. I mean, some country is, like, happy. There is a lot of happy country music, but I'm talking about, in general, it's kind of like the blues, right? The blues being uh, black music, where it's, like, sad stories. It's a dated perspective. I know, (laughs) but traditionally. Ah, so... Um, let me just read this to you because it's so interesting. This boy, Austin Joyner, he was 17 at the time when he was called on stage by YG. And, um, he says, this is the complete story. Slash letter to YG, Keenan Dequan, Dequan Ray Jackson. D-A-E-Q-U-A-N, that's the set, this YG's second name. No wonder he calls himself YG. With four names like that. Ray is a cool name. Jackson's okay last name. Keenan is alright, I guess. Daquan, that's like too many letters to say Daquan. So he says, my name is Austin and I was a 17-year-old that YG kicked off the stage. Anyone reading this, here are the facts. One, I did not attend a YG concert. I went to the two-day Malaluna Music Festival held in San Antonio, Texas. October 26th, 27th. Oh, I thought it was summertime. I thought it was in July. My mistake. YG was one of many performers at the festival. I was not a YG fan. I didn't even know who he was until my friends and I looked him up on Spotify just before he came on stage. I had heard about the F Donald Trump song before in 2016 on the news. I did not know who sang it. And Joel, Joel's a rap fan, kind of. And he didn't even know that Nipsey Hussle and YG did it. Many social media websites had supposed news out and supposed new outlets news outlets, had me all figured out and without even trying to search for the facts, such as TMZ. TMZ is a trash website. They do get interesting footage, but they're a trash website. Posted garbage about me and this story without even trying to search for the facts. Oh, no, I said that already. Thank you to those who didn't judge my character based on stories that you saw on the Internet. And he said... Uh, Yes, I know this has passed and people have moved on, but I prayed about this for a while. He's a Christian, I think. And I asked God for discernment on the right path to take to address this. I believe this note is the best way. My 18th birthday was Sunday, October 27th. So it was the day before his birthday, I guess. I didn't... I don't speak for the white boys as I was called by YG. I speak for myself and only myself. You can see most of what happened in the video. That I just showed you. But it was not particip- I was not participating in singing the song. Most of the crowd had their middle fingers up and were chanting along the song with YG. All I did was stand there. I didn't want to present myself in that way. At no time 
Did I mention anything regarding politics at the festival? As Americans, we have the freedom of speech. And while I may not agree with YG's hatred towards President Trump, as a citizen, he's allowed to say what he wants. However, he crossed the line when he singled me out for not singing along and tried to humiliate me and get the entire crowd to turn against me in a threatening manner. Every person is entitled to their own beliefs. Unfortunately, not everyone respects that. That's what he said. And then he goes on to say, when he called me out of the crowd, I didn't expect it and was very nervous. I didn't want to go up and I made it clear. But he spoke to the crowd and told me to get up on stage so I couldn't just walk away or say no. When I got to the foot of the stage, I was initially shaking while trying to put my phone in my pocket. Then a security guard lifted me up onto stage. Whether you're a believer or not, this is a believer or not, this is the truth, meaning a Christian. When I got up on stage, the Holy Spirit immediately took over. God was on my side. I was too nervous to handle that situation by myself. Then I raised my arms towards the crowd because I was instantly filled with confidence. And I didn't want to look awkward on stage. <laughs> when he raised his hands, he did kind of look a little awkward, but it was all right. He's nice. Uh, you may carry hatred in your heart for, uh, oh, what? I jumped ahead. YG, you attempted to get me to curse someone publicly and reveal my name to everyone? Yeah, you tried to dox him. It's evil. So you may carry hatred in your heart for people like President Trump and me, but I don't hate anyone, including you. You don't know me at all, and you judge me completely wrong. I am a proud Christian. See? Told you he's Christian. And I don't talk about people that way. If the situation had been different and you asked me to curse President Obama or Hillary Clinton, I still would never have done that because I know that their lives have value just like yours and mine. You didn't respect the fact that I said no, so you slandered me to the crowd and called me racist. Ironically, of the three friends who were celebrating my birthday with me, I hate this part, one is Hispanic and the other two are Nigerian, as if he has to show his non-white friends to prove that he's not racist. But... Uh, but it's the facts, right? Also, my mom is Mexican and my dad is white. Clearly, I'm not racist and never have been. You misjudged any, everything about me. I'm sticking up for myself because I have the strength of God in me. But many people don't have that. And just because you have that platform, that's no excuse for you to use others to make your political statements. Re- respect the people that are at your shows. Interesting, huh? And yeah, the reason I cut in with that part is like, I am like fully white, all the way white, my dad's white, my mom's white, and stupid racism is dumb. Who cares? (laughs) But anyways, he was 17. And so he wrote this letter to YG directly, and like, talking about how he forgave him. Um, Listen to this. Letter to YG. He posted this on his Twitter, by the way. But now I want to speak directly to you, Keenan YG Jackson. <laughs> he skipped the other two names because they're too ridiculous. You put, a ni- you put a target on my back that night and made it unsafe for me at the festival. Thankfully, two security guards came up to me after you kicked me off stage. They advised me to leave because they determined it was too risky for me to stay there at that point. As I drove home nervous and not knowing what to expect, I still prayed for you because you, Keenan, still deserve and need God. Your actions were so wrong, but you but can be forgiven. Jesus did not die on that cross for no reason. And because of that, I have kept you in many of my prayers. So if you think no one has cared about you, I have. It has taken me a few months to fully forgive you. But I did not want to respond to the incident until I did forgive. I forgave you on January 4th, 2020. So a week ago, he, gave, he forgave him. Man, he, he harbored that for two months. I don't know if I can blame him. 17 years old and docs like that. I don't know if he was docs, but maligned like that. I really don't want to hold on to those type of feelings because God created you with purpose, Keenan Jackson, and has the power to do great things in this world. I'm speaking it into existence. You can tell he's a Christian. God is pursuing you and it's going to become obvious to you, but God isn't going to force himself into your life. That's something you have to accept if you want him. But if you ask me, it's a strange coincidence you picked on a supposedly racist white boy like me out of all the people in that crowd that night. You have the potential to become a man who loves slash cherishes his wife and children, protects them, treats them with utmost respect, and stands up for people who are weak. Unlike, what's his name who died? Now he's dead. He can't protect anybody. Nipsey Hussle. One man dies, the other man lives. Hmm. Just a side note. That, that was me talking, not this boy. And he goes on, ultimately, that's how real men behave. 
I believe that you could even make the type of transition Kanye West has made. <laughs> Isn't that nice? In the end, I want you to succeed. I want you to become the man God designed you to be. I can keep writing about how great it would be, but that is a decision you would have to make for yourself. I hope you take advantage of the opportunity you have. And that's, uh, show the picture of him with his friends again. Because he's all, my friends are, I came with two Nigerians and something. There's a, he, he blanked their faces out because they don't need to get doxxed. <laughs> it's an evil world out there. But that's Austin. And he looks, he's just a kid. Dang. <laughs> with braces and everything. You can see that he's just like, well, I mean, he's not a kid. He's just a young man. He's like seven, he was 17 at that point. Going on 18 the next day. So that's that young man, Austin Joyner's open letter to rapper YG. Isn't that interesting? YG is evil. And I don't know if Jesse Lee Peterson covered this incident when it first happened. I had ignored it because attacks, uh, malice and evil towards Trump supporters, towards white people, has become so common. It's like black on white crime. It's like, what's new? It's not news anymore. It's like black on black crime. It's black crime, period. It's like it's not news anymore. <laughs> Dylan says that part is cringe. I mean, he's a young guy. He's a raised Christian. That's how he, that's how they talk. You got to cut him some slack. Um, but yeah, I've come to kind of ignore this crime stuff. And the worst of them get, some of my listeners mad. Donning Armour says he gets mad when he saw those Popeyes, some Popeyes employee just body slam a woman. An old lady, old white lady. Because it's, people are so evil. And this guy, she's... Play this clip one more time and then I'll get to some callers. This clip where, um... <laughs> just so you know, like, this guy didn't go in, come to this festival to see this YG concert. He just showed up because he, you know, he had to look him up on Spotify. He was at a, he was at a festival, a music festival with many concerts. But play this clip one more time just so you guys get the feel and then the stupid things that YG says. Say it loud and clear! Hello, man. I don't know if I want to shake your hand yet, man. Hey, listen. I spotted you out in the crowd. I asked you if you f with Donald Trump, you said you don't know. So since you don't know, I need you to make up your mind tonight. I need you to uh, say your name. I want you to state your name because I know your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your grandfather is watching. I want you to state your name and yell out oh, Donald Trump. No, you won't. Get his out of here. Get him out of the stand. Get out of here. He a Donald Trump supporter. Get his ass out of here. He a Donald Trump supporter. Get his ass out of here. That's another, another angle. Don't come to a mother Tell him YG on the motherfucking field, you a Donald Trump supporter, dog. What the f*** is you doing? Don't let that ass back in the crowd. Tell him YG said so. Hey, that was smart. Donald Trump raises, he don't f*** with black people, so if you f*** with Donald Trump, you racist as f***, and I can't f*** with you. Period. Straight like that. What did he say? He's a... Uh, he's a uh, Donald Trump is racist as blank. He doesn't blank with black people. When you say you don't F with black people, that means, uh... Why is this white guy obsessed with blacks? This is smart kid 2020. I'm not obsessed. I'm just- it's just interesting. Blacks are very entertaining to talk about. Um... Why do you- <laughs> He said- I don't know why he gets that idea about tr Donald Trump being racist. It sounds kind of dumb to me. But, uh... I remember hearing, arguing with AJ who wrote that, who wrote the Hague Report song, because he's kind of liberal. Um, thinking that it's just, uh, that Donald Trump is racist because he talks about, oh, these, these people in Nigeria or something. They'll, they'll have to go back to their huts or something like that. I don't know. Some people say that, uh, that this man wanted to push that kid harder. I say I keep on calling him a kid, that young man harder. Maybe he held back because he knew <laughs> knew that that's wrong. I don't know. But uh, anyways, let me get to some callers. Skip out of Augusta, Georgia. Skip, how are you doing? Skip. Hey. 
Are you on speakerphone? Hold on, Skip. Your phone's all messed up. Uh, dial and check on that. So. <laughs> oh, man. So right on to Austin Joyner. Yeah, maybe we'll get a, invite him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. By the way, side note to Donning Armor. He used to call himself a different name. I don't know if I want to say it because people call me, accuse me of doxing them. Like Malkuth X accused me of doxing him. When uh, he said his real name on <laughs> at church, I thought. But anyways, and then Donning Armor called in by a n- different name. But he pronounces, he spells his name A-R-M-O-U-R. Aren't you American? Why the British spelling? Aren't you a Yankee? I don't know. So, um, Skip, I don't know what happened with Skip. Maybe he needed to hang up and call back. Call again, Skip, but call on the right phone and don't be on speakerphone. So, um, I have good news. By the way, I'm wearing my Hake Report t-shirt. Let me first sell Hake stuff before I sell other people's stuff. And then I will get back to Skip. I hope, hopefully he's calling in on a better line. You can get my, my Hake Report t-shirt by going to thehakereport.com. There's a Teespring link. <laughs> I put it up there. Or maybe I'll put, call it, I don't know. There's a, there's a way to find it. Teespring.com slash stores slash... The Hake Report. All right. Um, first, let me get to Skip, and then I'll get to you, Joel. All right. Okay. Oh, I don't know if Joel knows what I'm talking about. Even. Ah, <laughs> uh, Skip, out of Augusta, Georgia. Are you there? Hey, James. How you doing, man? Doing fine. Much better. Well, good. Look at here. Well, that not that one, much better. That that white that white boy going to that concert. Um. When he walked in that front door, and the only wife that he saw was when he looked at his hand, he sort of turned around and left right then. He had no business to begin with. And he wants to call himself a Christian, and now he wants to write all these Christian letters about how how, um, how godly he is and how he's going to pray for him. Makes himself sound like he was Daniel in the lion's den. You know the story about Daniel in the lion's Skip, your phone is awful. Come close to your hey, phone. Are you on speakerphone? Is that any better? I told you not to be on speakerphone. What the heck? I, I wasn't. I had to leave rooms. I, tra- I went from the living room to the bedroom. Well, don't be in the... Yeah, be in this I room. Ain't got no, I ain't got no furniture in there. I mean, you guys talking about the echo. That's even... But that's that's more than just furniture echo. But anyways, you sound much better. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying you that this kid is, is talking about how holy he is? I didn't hear him say he was well, holy. Well, listen... Well, he, he is. The letter he was writing, he made himself sound like he was Daniel going in the lines then. <laughs> you, know, you, know the, you remember that story? Yeah, uh, I guess that's a matter of opinion. Well, look at him. I don't he know if, no Skip, Skip, have you experienced the um, black-on-white aggression? Black-on-white aggression? Yeah. Not really, because I don't go, I try not to go to the areas where it's going to you know, probably be a lot of that or any of that. And uh, when you were 17, did you were you aware of that type of aggression? It wasn't as bad back then. You got to remember, I'm 54. Yeah. Uh, back in the season, I was uh, I was probably about 1980, 1981. Not wasn't that bad then, but we didn't we didn't interact as much now with color folks as, as I they think do it was now. pretty bad even back then in the 80s. You're talking yeah, about the 80s. To, we didn't go to no clubs or no. You know, concerts, there wasn't all this rap crap going on, and all this He hits, was starting, you know? but, um, yeah. yeah, man, this kid grew up, I, I call him a kid, right? This Austin Fletcher, in his defense, he grew up in this so-called diverse world. This is all he knows, and rap is a huge part of, of the, the culture, young people's culture, all races. I grew up li- liking and listening to rap. The Mexicans who hate blacks listen to black rap. The Asians who hate blacks listen to black rap. And so, um, and he did, this wasn't a front door situation. This was a, this was a big, um, music festival. He was going for his birthday with his friends of color, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, and I'm not, I'm not convinced that there, he was the only white boy there. Because. They sure picked him out real easy. He was like a, they, like a piece of rice out and out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he picked him out, he said, 
And this other guy said, YG himself said it, because he wasn't singing along. Yeah. So yeah. that, I mean, his whiteness plus not singing along, that's what, that's what probably got him uh, singled out. Well, I guess so, but, you know, um, I go to the VFW, I shoot pool with the VFW on the pool league, and it's uh, 90, it's probably 90 to 95% black yeah. on Friday nights and Thursday nights. It's an older generation of blacks, and uh, you know they have they the ones that go there have sense. You know, there's not no no killing going on or no stabbing or yeah. I have I've never seen a fight there. Never seen a fight. I mean, we all get along. I tell you, let me tell you something. I went there one time right after I had a stroke, and I had to get a friend of mine to drop me off because I didn't have a way to go then. And then I called another friend to come pick me up. And when my friend come pick me up, he walked inside. And I saw him when he walked in the front door, and his eyes got big as saucers. And uh, I, I rolled over to the door and went outside and got the truck. And when I got the truck, he climbed in and got behind the wheel, and he looked at me. He said, Skip, you realize you were the only white boy in there? <laughs> and I, I, I told him, I said, you know, I didn't think about it, but um, I probably was not the only one in there. And he wanted to know, well, why was you even in there? Well, they, they're good people. It's the old generation. They're mainly all veterans. And they got sense about themselves. Yeah, you know we 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 never talk politics or anything, but uh, as far as decent people, good people, that's my favorite place to go to when I want to go shoot food. I don't look at the black and white thing. I look at people by the character and what kind of sense they got, how they carry themselves. But I would pretty much imagine before he got to the front door, he could tell that was a good place to be at, the right place for him. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Hmm. He was a, he's, like I said, he's 17, and most of those people are, most of 17-year-olds, he's, like, trying to be a good Christian, and he's also trying to have fun. It was his birthday you know, I, coming up the next day. I didn't day. see his Bible in his hand, so he wasn't there, he wasn't there to evangelize, was he? <laughs> What's your point with that? Well, he, he, he's the there to enjoy himself. Is- well, well, he got a good enjoyment, a pleasure out of that, I guess. But <laughs> I tell you what, the best thing that happened. You think that you night, think he got what he deserved? Well, no, but I think he got what uh, what not what he deserved, but he got a good wake up call. I hope. And yeah, best thing he got a happened, good wake up call. He didn't realize that the blacks are that evil. And the best thing that happened that night was when them two bodyguards or whatever told him he better get his white butt up out of there. Yeah, YG said that too. Don't let him back into the crowd. That was. To be honest, that was smart, because the crowd would, there's evil people in the crowd that would push him harder than YG did. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that, JG, that, that JG guy, whatever his name is, he's yep. the one that provoked it. Exactly. He's going he's gonna to get the dogs all mad and barking, but he's going to tell them don't send them back in there with the dogs. He said that the dogs he, already mad at him. He kind of didn't want to get on the stage, but then he kind of had to, he felt like, so... Yeah. Yeah. I don't did, know. You, did you did you notice when he got up on the stage, he tried to act real black and throw his hands all up in the air like? <laughs> hey, did you ever watch that movie about the white boy? You're just, in you're just judging this boy, huh? I mean, it, well, did, hey, it uh, did look a little awkward, but he was I, just trying to he was just trying to not look awkward on the stage. <laughs> well, he, he was he was awkward when he a lot of people a lot of people act like that now. I mean, black culture seeps into American culture. You, you just don't know to. Zoomers. You have a judgment against the Zoomers. If you allow it to. If you allow if you, it to. Then. Well, it's here. There's no denying it. There's hey, like James. words that white people say that black stopped saying, but they got it from blacks like decades ago. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie, James, about the whiteboard? That, uh, what do you mean if you allow up, it to? <laughs> he, he got caught up in the black neighborhood. And um, I can't remember the name, but it was an older movie. Yeah. And he was trying to act black all through the movie. I know. I hate that. Did you did you, you know the movie I'm talking about? No, but I've, what is it? He thought he miles? was a rapper. <laughs> he, he, thought, he, he thought he was black. Malibu's most he wanted. Thought, he, thought, he thought he could fit in with the blacks because he, cause he thought he was black. And boy, he played hell all through that movie trying to get away from them black guys. Yeah. It's, there is, there is an... A phenomenon of people uh, getting into being something that, that they're not. They think it's cool, whatever. They're just trying to adjust to the world. You ever heard? You ever heard the saying, James? I rather you 
hate me for who I am instead of liking me for who I'm not. Be who you're supposed to be. Don't try to be something you're not supposed to be. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, Skip, okay, appreciate I'm the I'm sorry input. about my phone messing up. And, uh, well, much. I'm appreciate. glad you fixed it eventually. Now you know well, which room to stay in. Yeah, I got it now. I appreciate you, James. All right, you as well, Skip. Take care. All right, bye. Bye. So, let me read some Super Chats. By the way, let me see if I can also open the treasure chest on DLive. I'm going to put some lino in there. And then at, uh, at, four, at 45, we're going to open it. 45. 45 minutes after. Hopefully you're not a half hour ahead. Some parts of the world, it's so ridiculous, right? There's daylight savings time. There's different time zones in the world. But most of them stay, like, they're within a certain number of hours, not an hour and a half, or a certain number of hours and a half. But some parts of the world are, like, something and 30 minutes. So, if you're one of those, then it's at 15, all right? <laughs> Ridiculous. So, um, I did add a little bit to the treasure chest. Make sure you follow me, dlive.tv slash report. And, let's see, am I, am I on Twitch? Yeah, I am on Twitch. Okay, I was talking bad about Twitch, but it's true. There, um, we are live. So, thank you guys. Thank you, Twitch. Twitch is so evil. They don't really support whatever. Let me read some super chats. D. Martin the Third. Thank you, D. Martin the Third. He says, amazing. Hot computer smell, Hake in the his house. <laughs> Shout out to Dylon. And she spelled it D-Y-E-L-A-W-N. <laughs> Dylon, you're still the homie. And Mari Uvaldo says, I have to copy paste it. Good morning, James. Shout out to the JLP fam and everybody in the chat room. Thank you. Appreciate that. Shout out back. And then DLive.TV. No, shout out to Noise Arkansas CC. Spanglish with a G-L-Y-S-H. Thank you, guys. And I saw Noah's Arkansas gave at least one diamond. I mean, I've given more than that, unless he was gifting subscriptions. You can subscribe. And then Cece, I did see she said, <laughs> it's almost a tongue twister. So what if you copy Jesse? Stop explaining yourself. Thank you, Cece. Appreciate it. So let me get to... Hot computer smell, and then I'll and I'll get to the Vaxer situation because I want to talk about the Vaxers. I want there's so much I want to talk to about actually. Hot computer smell out of Virginia. How are you? Hot computer smell. Hi, Hank. How's it going? Going fine. Nice to hear from you. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, before I get started, I just want to say like as Maze is listening, um, I actually like you a lot. It's actually pretty hilarious when you call. Now I'm not trying to mock you, or well, kind of. I guess I. <laughs> Can't lie about that, but like, it's funny. I just think you're funny. It's not um, malicious. I don't have anything against you. It's not malicious at all. Yeah. But I guess she's just gonna call in and be like, "You just should, you know, you should tell everyone it's not you." It's like, well, I call in at substitute maze. But right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So about the subject. All um, right. Appreciate that. How computer smell? Look, thank you for allowing me to say that. Um, but on Netflix, there was a special from YG or whatever, called Blame It on the Streets. And I didn't hear about him until I saw that. And I clicked on it just out of curiosity, and it was a very, like, you know, makeshift, haphazardly shot video of, I guess, supposed to be his life story. And um, it was very, it was terrible. There was little to no dialogue in it. It was just him saying the N-word every other word, and he was, like, ding-dong-bitching and robbing people's houses or something like that. Wow. But whatever. um, what I was going to talk about also is that there was a song that he made called Meet the Flockers. I haven't heard it. I just looked it up on Google because I knew that Colin Flaherty had covered him and the controversy around that song because what happened was that I guess he was trying to give uh, details in the song about how Asian people are very timid and how they're usually uh, more well-off, especially like more well-off than white people. So a lot of his fans would... Um, decided to try to rob Asian businesses or break into their houses because they didn't think that the agents were going to uh, defend themselves. And, you know, there were a lot of protests on the street for YG song to stop being played on the radio. Wow. There's a lot of controversy around it. Colin Flaherty, uh, like I said, like I said, he covered it, but I don't know if this video is still up there because, of course, 
they always flag down his videos. So um, right. it may be on archive somewhere. But yeah, YG is not new to this type of controversy. Wow, I did not, I was not aware of that. So he made a song called Meet the Flockers, and it's about Asians Correct. being timid Correct. and easy to rob? <laughs> Correct. And, you know, of course, you know, if you ever heard any of this type of music like F. Donald Trump and everything, you can tell that his, you know, his fan, it's a very lowbrow sort of content in his, in his rap. So, right. of course, I would see how that could appeal to those types of people. No offense, but, you know, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let you know about that. I might send the uh, link. It's a little bit of an old story, but I'll still send it since it's relevant to okay. it. Um, I might send it to Nick. Appreciate okay. that. How computer smell? Thank you. Well, thanks for taking my call. All right. Take care. All right. Yeah. Uh, YG, how old is he? He seems really immature, but he looks old. <laughs> His biggest song is re- literally my N word. I'm not supposed to say that song. I mean that word. <laughs> My engine. Inga. Um, Jimmy DM, shout out for the Ninjagini. Four minutes to the treasure chest opening on DLive. Redistribution of lemons. Very fancy. Um, how old is YG? He's, he, oh, he's only 29. He has like a, like a little pot belly it looked like. Or am I wrong? Wilfred P. says, if there is more than three, I will not be. I'm not sure what that means. Hopefully it's not code for, um, Hail Hitler or something. <laughs> uh, you guys. So, Joel has an announcement. Do you have the stand-up remix, um, art? Cover art? Oh. <laughs> I want, for the first time... You know this song at the end of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, the outro? Stand up! And there's a, it has Trevor Wesley singing. He remixed it. Um, it has Big Bump singing. I mean, rapping. And it has Joel Friday here singing. No, I mean, rapping. <laughs> he kind of sings, too. He ra- sings along with the rap. It is now available, this song, Stand Up, parentheses, remix, is now available on all sorts of music streaming platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Deezer, CD Baby, iHeartRadio, and it's findable by going to jessieleepeterson.com slash remixes. jessieleepeterson.com slash remixes. And you can also find the Jesse Lee Peterson remixes and intros that was a past release in March 2019 or so, plus the Hake Report theme songs by Trevor Wesley, A.J. Gallardo, also the the original stand-up song by Jeff Spann. And the remixes like Beta <laughs> and uh, Slut Maker and a bunch of songs like that um, from Jesse Lee Peterson. So, jessieleepeterson.com slash remixes, and you can find the links to those. Cool, huh? Do you have... Yeah. Joel's going to put it, pull it up shortly. So, just wanted to announce that. So cool. And then my, the Hake stuff, HakeReport.com. Right? Very nice. So, um, let me talk briefly about the anti-vaxxers. You find it? Yeah. Let's show the, the stand-up remix cover art. Stand-up featuring Trevor, well, by... Trevor Wesley and Jesse Lee Peterson featuring Big Bump and Joel Friday. It's by Jesse Lee Peterson in that it's the Jesse Lee Peterson intro song remixed. Very cool. And artwork done by Lock Your Door. Shout out to Lock Your Door. Lock Your Door did that? Yeah. That's legit. Didn't he do that? I think he did. Yeah, it's nice work. Lock Your Door. Follow Lock Your Door on Twitter. I think it's at Sugar Pill Killer. I'm still trying to figure out how he put glasses on me. I don't remember everywhere. <laughs> oh, I thought I saw that you sent oh, a picture of yourself did, on a oh, boat wearing. Oh, that's, that's the one that he used. <laughs> <laughs> I sent him a bunch of a bunch of pictures, so I guess that is. That's funny. Oh, because they don't look like the tinted ones. They look like the clear. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's funny. I'm about to say, real talent. <laughs> Very nice work to Lock Your Door and to Trevor Wesley, Big Bump, Joel Friday, and Jesse Lee Peterson. Congratulations, guys. So, um, I was looking on Twitter yesterday, and this black politician from New Jersey, he's a former mayor, now he's like a state representative or something, says that he's with parents and children, not for vaccinations. Do you guys, what do you guys stand on vaccinations? I am not necessarily for them. I'm for the ones that work that are like well-established, tested, tried and true ones, I guess. But um, uh, I don't know if I'm for forced vaccinations. I don't think I am. I think that they, the, you know, the government, big government, liberal media, um, Democrat politicians and some of the rhinos, maybe some of the non-rhinos too. I don't know where Trump and all these people stand. Not that it's a national issue. It's kind of a national issue. But um, I kind of like blacks because even though they're liberal, they're kind of conspiracy theorists. Like they distrust the government at times, right? Maybe not as much as they should, right? <laughs> Stupid. They, didn't, they deny the moon landing. What is that? There was a basketball player, an NBA star who denied, he said the moon landing was fake. That's his favorite conspiracy theory. And, was, and then later he had to say, oh, it is real. But I don't think that they trust, at least many blacks don't trust vaccinations. Uh, another thing, they don't evacuate when told to. That's not a positive thing. It's kind of raw for those of you who are still hurt by the Hurricane Katrina. Think blacks died in Hurricane Katrina because they didn't evacuate. But um, also the moon landing, I don't think that that's a, necessarily a positive thing. But this guy named Jamel, Jamel Holy, H-O-L-L-E-Y, said that he's standing with the parents. And then there's like a whole bunch of state senators, I guess, out of New Jersey who were showing support for these so-called anti-vaxxers, people who are not for these vaccines. I'm pro some vaccines, I guess, but I'm not for harvesting aborted baby body parts or tissue, which I think I heard some of these vaccines are made from or tested from, whatever. Placenta after a live birth, you know, that thing that they cut off the... Umbilical cord? <laughs> Is that the same thing from as placenta? I don't know biology. Um, I'm okay with that because that's like a live birth leftover stuff, right? But I'm not forcing I'm not for forcing people who don't trust these things to give them to their kids, especially when Democrats and liberal media are pushing it behind this push. Oh shoot, I'm behind. I need to open the chest. Click the chest uh, drop. We're opening it. <laughs> and so in 30 seconds, I'm going to click open. But by the time you hear me say in 30, well, I don't know. Just go click on, get ready to click on the chest. Um, yeah, I'm not for it because these people are like smearing the anti-vaxxers. And yes, some anti-vaxxers are um, nutty, let's call them. They are a little off at times, but I'm more for them than, they, than I am for the government or the media that's attacking them. Um, some of them maybe take the joke too far or whatever, but some of them probably have valid things. And look at what they're smearing the parents and trying to control the, the kids. Through schools, they want to introduce universal um, preschool, pre-kindergarten, daycare, because they want the women working. And it's corrupt. It's corrupt. It's ill-gotten gain. Um, look at what they did with all these boys' schools, like public schools, and even like private schools, with this ADD, ADHD stuff. It prescribing lit Ritalin for boys, turning them into vegetables. I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but it's... How did that get become a, a problem all of a sudden? I remember when it was called ADD when I was a kid, and then later it became ADHD. Attention Deficit Disorder. Attention Deficit hyper, Hyperactivity Disorder. And um, why is autism so common all of a sudden? I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Or is it all of a sudden? 
Did Obama lie and pretend, this is speaking of the government being not trustworthy, did Obama lie and pretend that um, Flint water was good? They talk about how um, they claim that the lead in the water makes, made the blacks dumber and more violent. I think that's what they claim. I don't know. But Obamacare is evil. They're just killing babies out of sight, out of mind. Baby out of sight, out of mind. When it's out of sight, out of mind, kind of like, um, I imagine, with the Holocaust. Because the normal Germans didn't see what was going on inside these, um, those camps. So they don't know what the real story was. So they didn't know. They didn't care. And we don't see what's going on in these uh, abortion mills, the way that they're killing the babies. Their period, they're killing the babies. So that's evil. Look at the immigration, mass immigration. Look at the globalism. Oh, and that's introducing all kinds of crazy diseases and, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff and crazy animals and bugs and um, bees and mosquitoes into all these countries, our country. <laughs> that's, um, and we're supposed to trust the government. Oh, and their solution is vaccines. Um, so I, I'm not for all that stuff. And so I'm, I don't know, it's very interesting. So, um, let me get to some more calls and then I may, I may put this off till later because I want to show clips of this woman. There's this woman named Lorena S. Gonzalez. And I think her husband might have been in the Obama administration or liked Obama or something. Liberal. Bunch, couple of liberals. They're Democrat from California. She's a representative or a senator out of California. Introduced this law called AB5, which is eliminating the ability for most companies to hire people on, a, on an independent contractor basis as, a, as opposed to a regular employee. Part of that is they don't have to give the benefits of dental, all that other stuff. I don't know if, I don't know if dental is it, but health care, health insurance and all that mess. Yeah, there she is. There's a picture of her hugging Elizabeth Warren. So, two evil women in a pod. <laughs> two peas in a pod. I'm going to talk about that maybe during this week. But she was interviewed by this um, KUSI News. And she's just dismissing all the jobs that she just killed, along with all the rest of the Democrats who voted for this. And Gavin Newsom with the beta baby, who, uh, Mr. Sanctuary State Gavin Newsom. And she pretends she's for working people. No, she's not. Evil, phony person. And by the way, her husband was celebrating this rainbow crosswalk. You can follow me on Twitter. Follow both my accounts, The Hake Report and James Anton Hake on Twitter. I've gotten a little bit more active, at least on the James Anton Hake account. Ah, uh, so let me get to some calls, and then we'll see. Raphael out of Los Angeles. Raphael, how are you? Hey, what's up, Hake? Hey, good Very to hear good. from you. Very good. Yeah, yeah, good hearing your voice, too. I watch you often, but, uh, and uh, Jeffrey Pearson. Um, basically, uh, I had this, uh, I remember vaguely um, when I was young. Uh, I have children now, but uh, when I was younger, um, I remember hearing about abortion, and I remember thinking it was uh, people talking about some kind of uh, joke, like a really sick joke. And I was just a kid, and I was overhearing them talk about it. And then um, later on, I confronted, I remember, I forgot if it was my mom or dad. I think it was my dad. And he told me, basically, like, what it was, and I figured it out. And I was like, oh, wow, like, this is disgusting. Yeah. I never thought it was good. I never, ever thought for a second. How old were you at that point? Ever happened. I was probably like five or six years old. Wow. I overheard it when I was a kid. I was pretty, yeah, I was pretty, uh, I was like a only child for a long time. And yeah. I was an army brat. And <laughs> I mean, like I took my first steps in, in Korea Dang. and like had my first birthday on the DMZ. I celebrated my birthday on the DMZ, wow. which is like, you know, pretty rare. Cause like, you're not really usually allowed on that. The DMZ, for those who don't know, is the demilitarized zone between North Korea and South Korea, right? Yeah, and this is back in 1986. Okay. I was born in 1985, so, yeah, like, I basically, um, like, was pretty, like, you know, I went, I traveled around a lot before I 
like you know i ended up back in la and uh uh seriously uh i think that abortion is just disgusting it's abhorrent and i think that people that uh agree in for it for any reason um that they're just making up excuses to be evil yeah you know it's funny you know kids I mean? kids know Kids have more yeah, clarity. Yeah, ask any little kid. Ask any little kid. I dare yeah. the parents before they start talking to them about transsexuals. Talk, talk to them about abortion and tell them if they think that's right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll start questioning everything a little bit more before you. Let's start with the hard stuff first. Maybe that's what we need to do. Let's go. Well, I don't know what's harder to to cut off the, your manhood and become a girl, <laughs> change from that, or or to. I don't know. They're all really horrible. I think God looks at everything equally like this is all bad. I don't know. I don't know no. how he looks at it, but um, kids know when something is wrong or weird, yeah. at least. And they're, I and, mean, uh, well, like, that's, why they, any, that's why they want to train the kids. Ask, yeah, if you ask any little kid, like, hey, you think it's okay if, like, people think it's okay to, like, you know, like, maybe, like, like four years ago, if we were to just have, like, diced you up and then sucked you out with a vacuum that is <laughs> out of graphic. and that and that have been okay though cause the, the government says it's okay do you think that's okay and i'm pretty sure every single kid probably like be a little disgusted yeah a little bit surprised a little bit um of a lot of bad things probably scarred for life yeah it's like why do we do this what what is the <laughs> it you know, let's magnify this thing by a million. What good is it going to do? Right. Is it going to destroy the world? Probably. Is it going to kill a lot of good people? Probably. Yep. And it's going to make I mean? the living then, like, people worse. You know, I saw... Yeah, and then let's magnify not not getting abortions. Right. Okay, by a million. <laughs> okay, now, now is exactly. that going to kill the world? No, I don't think so. Maybe make a lot of smart people live that that aren't living because we're killing them off. Right. Before they have the chance to live because we have these dumb people that are willing to make excuses uh, to be simple. People people claim that a lot of these abortions are of single mothers who would make horrible mothers. But most abortions are people who have already had an abortion before. And some of the many of them are yeah. people who already have a kid. Imagine how and, that and woman, actually, if she treats that baby like that, imagine how she, don't even know how she treats whole, her living there's child. A subculture. There's also a subculture of sickos and, and yep. weirdos that pervert the whole nature of it, and they get abortions on purpose because they like to kill babies and they wait for it to get to the latest term. Yeah, there are some some perverted people. You didn't people. know about that, though, huh? People. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's, like, everyone's like, wait a minute. Is this real? <laughs> oh, but... No, Hake, Hake paid me to say that. Yeah, thanks for the check. <laughs> Raphael, thank yeah, you, man. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, no, that, you know that's a joke, but yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll see you in church, maybe, if you can make it. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm supposed, to see, I'm supposed to see Jesse. I know he told me to come in, and I, I didn't come in. I remember me and my bro. Okay. Yeah, make I sure you make it Luke. when you can. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll go. I, I, are you guys still at the same spot? Currently, yeah, we're still at that at that old location. We're looking for right. another building. Take care, Raphael. All right. Well, my bro said we might come into church today because guys are starting up like Do a it. little bit. All right. All right. Later. Maze out of Dayton, Ohio. Maze was summoned by Hot Computer Smell. Maze, how are you? I'm just marvelous as always. Did you hear Hot Computer yeah, Smell? How are you, James? Fine. Did you hear Hot Computer Smell? Yes, I did hear. What about it? So you heard what she said to you? Is it a she or a he? It's a she. But, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like she talks faster than I do. Nice. So, but anyway. But she's more understandable. <laughs> really? Yeah. Good. It's true. Anyways. For those that want to understand, understand those that don't. She understand. does a pretty good Earl. Well, I'm not indoctrinated to, uh, um, I, uh, I can do uh, people too, but I don't. <laughs> I would love to hear <laughs> that. That's not why I, I feel call, like I've I heard that before. You. Anyways, yeah, yeah, go for you it. You have heard me before. Yeah. Anyway, that's what, but when I call this say, like you say, Skip was talking about colored people. That's the difference between colored people, Negroes, and African-American people. Since you don't know it and he don't know it. No such thing as African-American. Excuse me? What do you got? What is your, what's on Joel Rell's birth certificate? What's on Joel's birth certificate? I don't yeah. know. 
Creole. He's Creole. He's not Creole. That's a black person, too, if you don't know. Birth certificates are fake news. If they say African-American, that's fake news. Who put it out there? Who started this? Maze, I got it. It's with people's names on it. It's what I like to know. And then when you're talking about people getting the immunization shot. Yeah. Some people don't believe in immunization shots because of all right. of the stuff that's been done in history. Yep. You want to go all around the world and give somebody a shot. Don't know what's in it. I agree with you, Maze, kind of. For people to make money. Yep. But that's another thing that I, I that just puzzles me. That's a thing called tracking young boys. Yeah, I'm not for tracking either. You're tracking little boys. But they're like, tracking us. Four, let me finish. No, no, no. When they turn four years old, track them and put them in different classes. Oh, Oh, oh yeah. Like you know what, Maze? Call me call me tomorrow on this if you can. It sounds yeah. interesting. And it's not and it's not and it's not black people doing it either. Okay, so whatever. Like, you take the Republican and the Democrat. I told you they're the same. White people. people. Yeah. They together, Republicans they and Democrats, both things. white. All right, Maze, I gotta go. Take care, Maze. You know what? Let me quickly get to Cameron out of Michigan real fast. Cameron. <laughs> hey James, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Real fast. Um Tense. Okay, real fast. My yeah. question is, what do you think of the gay conversion therapy camps? And specifically, what do you think of how Mike Pence is a big supporter of them? I know I know very little about those camps. They may be trying to do right. Maybe some of them have uh, valid things. Maybe, I don't know. In short, I don't know. And Mike Pence is a Christian, and he supports that because, you know, the, the, the Christians are trying their best. Yeah. All right, Cameron. Thank you, man. I'll talk more in depth about this this stuff later. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Church on in less than an hour. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And subscribe to Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Like Bond Rebuilding the Man on Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook account, make one just to like Bond Rebuilding the Man and Jesse Lee Peterson and the Jesse Lee Peterson Show and uh, The Fallen State and The Hake Report. And Joel Friday TV, if he has it. I don't know if he has it. All right. Yeah, he does. All right, guys. See you soon. Bye.